every time you masturbate, God kills a kitten. So, the plants. How many kittens did you kill so far? Because I killed my fair share of kittens. Peace. Bye. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? Happy episode 250, the Halloween show. Woo! Guess who's in the house? Sleazy E. Special Fra- guest? Frankenstein. <laughs> Special guest in the studio. It's been a while since you've been. I think the last show you were here was probably was it two? No, we we've done a few, but you were here for the two hundred. Two hundred, yeah, yeah, with uh, with the old Holly and yeah, a bunch of other peeps. Yeah, so it's good to have you here for uh, two fifty there. Sleazy comes for the milestones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the milestone well, shows. I only get invited to those. I would come more often, but but this is I mean, this is a milestone show, dude. I mean, two hundred and fifty episodes. Did you ever think we would last that long? I had an inkling. I, I'm, I was keeping the dream alive. Believe me, every show I'm stunned that you even show up. Once I got the slide whistle, I got a second wind. <laughs> so speaking of it, this is the Halloween show. And speaking of Halloween, in honor of this uh, wonderful holiday, Wackerly, I thought that maybe you would regale us with song. Maybe do the uh, the theme from uh, The Exorcist on uh, slide whistle. Or maybe the Halloween theme. I or both. Which, which, the Halloween which the movie, one? you're saying. Halloween the movie. John Carpenter's Halloween. Right. I could try might be a little difficult. And do you take requests? I do take requests, All but right. I'm a little rusty. So I, let, let's the, try the Halloween theme. The Halloween theme. Okay. The, right. the early, yeah, let's try the Halloween theme. All right, here we go. Let me tune up. Hang on. Okay, I'm you ready. Damn, that's pretty good. That, that was dead on. Wow. I don't know. Maybe okay. Maybe I don't, I don't want to. I, I don't want you to, to to blow your load in the first fifteen minutes. Let's let's go back maybe a little later in the show, and you can do the theme from The Exorcist. They're very similar. They yeah. are very similar. It's we'll the see piano if you can tell the you know, it's But I think it's a little more thing. appropriate to do the theme from The Exorcist because we're going to be interviewing an actual exorcist on the show. Mm. Yeah, this is it's a special Halloween show, so we have lots of guests. Um, not only Sleazy, he's not the only guest we're having tonight. <laughs> Plus one. But I uh, know a little later we're going to be interviewing the Brother list. Carlos, Demon Buster, Oliviera. He's actual uh, bonafide exorcist. Exorcist uh, and demon specialist who works out of the South And Bay. he's got demon. Yeah, no, he's, he's, uh, he's exercised some demons. We're going to talk to him a little later. But uh, this is the Halloween show, and I thought, you know, every, every year we always... Uh, kind of discussed how Halloween's an excuse for girls to release the inner skank, and that's why we like Halloween. Yes, and we love it. says he likes that aspect of Halloween, but he hates Halloween in general like he hates most holidays. Do you hate Halloween worse than all the other holidays put together, <laughs> Wackerly? No. Which is the worst holiday? 
I mean, come Easter. on. How, how, Easter. Halloween must be the... Well... Christmas. Yeah, but East is bad. East is good because you get loads of candy, right? I don't. Uh, I don't live with my parents anymore. Yeah, but, yeah, but about, do you even care about, about Easter anymore? Like, what about Valentine's? I mean, Valentine's is horrible, but I can fully ignore Valentine's. Uh, actually, it's Valentine's. Valentine's is pretty bad when you have a girlfriend. Because you kind of have when to you, do something. And then when you don't have one, too. I mean, it's all around. But why, why, do, you, why, right. why do you so hate I can, Halloween? Wallowing in self-pity, I enjoy. I don't know if you do or Misery you know. bad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> why, why, why do you hate Halloween, though? What do you have against Halloween? The I, I hate the, the obligation. Or, I mean, I don't feel like it's an obligation, but just the... Well, you know, the the stigma that you're like, what's your costume? I don't have one. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Right. But do you feel more obligated to go out and do something, like go to a party on Halloween than New Year's? Oh, New Year's I hate. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> New Year's I do hate a lot. That's the worst one. You know, we should almost do a podcast called What Wackerly Doesn't Hate. Yeah, right. I don't know. It'll be no, I, what was the question if I feel obligated to no, go out No, but I'm Halloween? just saying, what do you feel more obligated to do? Go out and celebrate Halloween or celebrate New Year's? What what do I feel worse about not doing? I feel worse about not going out and celebrating New Year's. Like, there's nothing like sitting at home alone on New Year's Eve, listening to the Smiths, crying in the shower, passing out at nine p.m. <laughs> from you know drinking a lot of whiskey. But uh, I feel like I could kind of ignore it with Halloween. Well, you don't know why? Because Halloween could fall on a Monday night or a Tuesday night, exactly. And it's like okay, it's not yeah, really okay. it's it. not quote unquote the holiday. Exactly. Yeah, you, like you can make an excuse not to do anything if it's midweek. But it's interesting, though, the way your opinion of Halloween evolves throughout the stages of life. Oh, I, get, I mean, when I was, I when I was a kid, I loved that. it. No, but I'm just saying, it's like, I, I want to lead to something here. I guess my question is, you can think about this, but I'm leading into it. The main question is, are we too old to celebrate Halloween? How old You're is never too, too old? old. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's 30, 35, says never. 35, above 35. Should you be celebrating Halloween if you do not have children? Yes. That is the question I'm going to bring up. And the reason being is Halloween means different. Halloween took on different meanings throughout the different stages of life. Think of it this way. When you're an infant, you know, you're basically just a prop. For your parents to go out and get candy. They, put, they dress you up like a pumpkin. Dress you up as a pumpkin. Or a rainbow. You're a strawberry. You post your picture. You're a prop. So yeah. Halloween really is meaningless to an infant. But then you, need, when, you need teeth, really. The adv- the, when, when your teeth you come vampire in. Vampire teeth? What? Vampire teeth? <laughs> no, teeth eat <laughs> no, candy with. Teeth. Uh, <laughs> but candy yeah, is the key. That's that, when, and that's when Halloween you start you really to appreciate start enjoying it. it. Yeah. yeah, like when you're a kid. That's the time when you go get, you know, like a yeah. Ninja Turtle outfit or something, yeah. and you just, you rock that shit, you, you go, you go trick-or-treating, and you get your first bag full of candy. Yeah, but yes, I, I was see, Yoda one year. I come, I come at from I a different a angle. I come in, uh, as being more of a pagan ritual, and so I, I look at it as being like, you know, demonic and, and like, you know, evil and dark than, 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 than dressing up in some cute, you know, like cute funny outfit or something. That's because you're you know? a limey. Yeah, well, limey's are retarded. No, it's just like <laughs> is the pagan druidic? Is it Yeah, druidic? exactly. Yeah. So I, I never I dress that. up. John, John Halloween, I'd always say to myself, well, you know, if it's over two nights, I can like Did dress you win up us and, the Hitcher last year. Exactly. That's pretty evil. Right? So, okay, what are you saying? You I'm don't saying dress I, up in like a like yeah, a, a, a cute like a, a Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah, or a strawberry exactly. shortcake or something? Exactly. Well, exactly. to be fair, D, you were dressed up as uh, Vince Noir. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> last You guys year. had a, a co-costume. <laughs> we, we did kind of. I think we coordinated. Adult kind coordinated of. Beforehand. No, we coordinated <laughs> the co-costume. 
We're you, the same person. You dress up as two <laughs> of the same person. <laughs> two people from Adrian the same show. Barrett or yeah. Barrett or what's his name? Carl Barrett? I don't know. Who? Uh, the Hitcher? Yeah. And, and Vince Noir. Those are both characters of the same guy. Yeah. We're doing a little cosplay. Yeah. There's some cosplay <laughs> action going on there. Whose cock was in whose ass <laughs> at the end of the night? <laughs> Uh, but no, so, so what I'm saying is when you're a kid, when you're a child, that's when you really first get to enjoy Halloween. Now, this is as, as an American, because I don't know how right, they do it in, right. in the well, UK. Do they you. even uh, celebrate it in the UK? Well, not, now they do, I understand. But uh, when I was a kid, so not so much. excuse to get drunk. Yeah, exactly. But not, not so much now, I guess, uh, back when I was growing up. But, but, but I did, especially because it's my dad's birthday, so I don't know if that means anything, too. But so anyway, when you're a kid, that's when you go trick or treat, and your parents could take you out. You're like six years old, and they're they're you know they're taking you out because they have that added incentive. They're getting some candy too out of this deal. Well, plus they won't don't want you to be abducted and child and, raped and raped. Yeah, that's true. Sending you to strangers. But at some point, you start going trick or treating by yourself, and yeah, that's the transition. That's no, no, like that's twelve. When, but that's when the parents drive you around, though. No, that's when you go there. and you play like knock or dare or whatever you guys call it. We call it knock and run, but you guys call it. Uh, What's it called? African American oh, no, knocking. No, no, ding dong ditch. No, it's African American <laughs> knocking, I believe. No, you don't know what we're talking <laughs> about. Ding no, dong that's ditch. That's a politically correct term. <laughs> Sleazy notes. It's ding dong ditch. Ding dong ditch. Uh. That's African American knocking. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say the racist term, believe me, but that's the way it is. I never heard that one before. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sadly, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> but that, that, that's, that's later on, though. I'm talking about when you're eight. And you're going around with your parents. You we well, said six eight. before. Yeah, exactly. Okay, six to, to 11. Okay. But then when, when you're an early teen, though, when you're like 12 or 13, did you kind of ridicule Halloween? I, w- I was done with Halloween. I'd sit there at home, but I was too young to go out on my own. Yeah, but my it was parents fun. wouldn't let me out at like 12. Yeah, but when and you're I'd just play video games. Yeah, but when you're 12, it's fun. You go out there and you cause ruckus. Like you throw yeah. fucking garbage That's everywhere. That's not true. That, my parents no, wouldn't let me out when I was 12. I'm with Sleazy. <laughs> That's when you. It's an excuse to go out. You're like, oh, mom and dad, I'm going to go out and trick or treat. And yeah. then you meet up with all your friends or if mates. Your parents were, were your parents <laughs> cool enough to let you out at like 11? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. We we put like they were fu- clueless, fu- <laughs> and then we would you know walk around and like I couldn't steal smaller children's candy. These parents weren't smart enough to escort them around. Well, See, put- I'm referring to that as a, a different stage. Uh, okay. That's the all early right, teens. All right. All right. Okay. I did that well, when I was like 15. 13. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Now that's when you begin to enjoy Halloween again. Because right. prior to that, you're like that's a little kid's you put, holiday. You put you know, dog turds in a in a uh, in a paper bag, and you like you egg, light on fire. dude. You go out with a bag full of eggs. Mm-hmm. We used to go out. We used to go out Devil's Night too, the night before. Yeah, well, that, you're lucky from Michigan doing that. I only saw that in in that movie with uh, Brandon Lee. No, Devil's Night was probably. I think Devil's Night was almost more the fun crowd? than Halloween. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember that movie <laughs> you know, so well. In the crowd, it's all in Michigan. It's in Detroit, and really? they have Devil's Night. Yeah, it's you should awesome. not think of He gets on Devil's Night on the set. But the vandalism, oh, yeah, well, the vandalism is <laughs> what made Halloween fun when you're an early, when you're a teen. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, you yeah. go out and then you party, yeah. and then when you're a young adult, like college years, that's when you first encounter the Halloween sluts. Then it becomes a little exciting again. Well, yeah. Then yeah. it's like, okay, now I can get really wasted, put my mummy costume, a mask on, and uh, girls are not going to realize how ugly I am and how yeah. unfeeling I am. When and did you when me did, because they're wasted and passed out? When did you say outfit. you first noticed that? Because I don't remember when you first noticed, like, wow, girls dress really uh, revealingly on Halloween. I, you know, not till because the thing is with Halloween when you're in high school, it's like if it was on the weekend, maybe a Halloween party. 
Yeah. But usually it was like in college when you start doing Halloween. Where you just party every night. There's no, there's no meaning to the but word Halloween weekend awesome or weekend. You remember how like in college I was like, wow, girls really do go all out and just dress as complete skanks. They're releasing the inner skank. And this is great. Yeah. I mean, it became a holiday. I, do I really that. appreciated it. But I didn't Actually, notice no, that I don't in remember, high school I don't remember much. when I first noticed it. I, I just noticed it in my first year of college at uh, University of Michigan. The girls are like, away from their parents. We went to like some frat party bullshit, and I was like, oh my God, mm. this is amazing. Mm-hmm. These girls are like half naked. Did you dip your noodle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wet in, yeah, in your hand when you came home? <laughs> That's what I thought. To the memories. Yeah. But, then, but then, you know, so you go through that, and then all of a sudden you're in adulthood. And adulthood is really like when you're, you know... Yeah, but when... You're 30. But we didn't do that. We're not there yet. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think the normal average, the average American... This is where the consensus bifurcates. Okay, yeah, but but, but hear me out. So the average American, this is what Halloween means when you're over 30. You know, you're at the st- on your on your way home from work, you stop at the store, and then you all of a sudden you realize, oh shit, it's fucking Halloween. So you buy the cheapest mask and the cheapest candy you can find, you go home... You stay at home and hand out candy to the kids. Is that and what you're you, going to do? But you weep over the better days long since past. And you try to find a reason to excuse yourself for the bathroom. And instead of answering the door, the kids may find your bitter tears unsettling. That's why. On their, snicker, on their mini Snickers bar. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's tears. what happens. Because, uh, <laughs> but, but, but on the other hand, then you have adults like, that are 35, that, like, like me, that still feel obligated to dress up as, uh, as a mighty Boosh character and go out and get wasted. Are we too old to do this? This is my question. It's a no, philosophical I'm point. not judging anybody. I think, like... Um, when do you stop celebrating Halloween? You don't. You don't. If you don't I, have kids. I, if you don't have kids. But then, you know, obviously when you have kids, then you, you celebrate in a different way. But uh, I don't think you should ever stop celebrating Halloween, ever. You know, even but okay, either if you way. don't have kids, what, are you going to be 50 years old, still going to the bar, dressed up as the hitcher? Yeah, <laughs> Actually, you probably look like the hitcher <laughs> at that point. Yeah, less makeup. I'll need less makeup. <laughs> But what do you think, Wackley? When are you going to just be like, Halloween, I don't care anymore? Are you there yet? Well, for the past five years, I've had the same mask. That I, <laughs> yeah. I, love that. I love that. That's become it's a Halloween tradition. Cheap, I, I've modified the mask by, at this point that I can drink freely with it on. And, you know, I have good visibility because I've cut the eye holes really big. It's a hideous green, like rubber Look, latex monster mask. Chul- yeah, Chulu. Is much. it yeah. Chulu? What is it? What character is it? It's no character. It's kind of like, it kind of looks yeah. like in my entire it's like warts over If it. my entire head was covered with herpes, <laughs> what's going on about what it is Waggly doesn't try to dress up as like you know Edward the Vampire or anything or do something something that that Nobody's a woman would find well, that'd be a stretch, sexy. That'd be a stretch, He's just like it? I'm putting on this warty. <laughs> You know, gonorrhea head mask, yeah. and it's just it's ironically it's women find the mask more sexy <laughs> than my actual face. So like you get more said, offers. You, you don't realize how ugly you are when you're in dressed up. <laughs> well, I don't know. I gotta say, I take Sleazy East side on this. I don't think I'm ever gonna stop celebrating Halloween. Really? Yeah. I think mm. I'm gonna continue um, even into my old age and be that creepy old man at the party that's leering at the half naked women yeah. that I, yeah. ne- that that I don't have a prayer. To have sex with, but you'll, you'll have your you have your oxygen tank wired up to your nose. <laughs> what do you think of my Batman costume? <laughs> like you said, it's, it's easier to look, for you. It's easier to look like a crazy old man when you really are a crazy cr- crooked old man. Yeah, I won't even have to dress up. People yeah. maybe think I'm in costume. Yeah. So speaking of costumes, why are you going? Any, are you doing anything on Halloween this year? Are you dressing up? I think I'm, I'm having a, a Halloween party at your house. 
Yes. How come I was not invited? You, not have, even been, you have been invited. You, you did not send me anything. the Evite. There's no Evite. See, I don't do that parties Is like that. Is it just yeah. word of mouth parties? It's WOM. It's WOM. Evite. Okay, <laughs> what, what happened to the decree that was uttered on this show about like a month ago? I'm never having another party at my house after you fuckers hit hot dogs throughout my house. <laughs> In my shampoo. What That's to the pretty true. Well, I'm not never having a party with formal invitations. That's <laughs> <laughs> so how, how you keep. The, it, that's you, why you didn't get an invite. You keep it small by word of mouthing it. You, you guys, all, all the listeners and you two guys are invited. Is this Saturday night or Sunday night? It's, it is Sunday it? night, and it's not even night. It's er, we're starting early because it's a work. It's a school night. And there's it's a, a game night. night. The, uh, the what, no, the Giants. The Giants will probably be playing, and we'll have that up will, on the TV. Will there be... I've got some uh, pumpkins carved already. i got candy ready to go. Will there be I'm, Bobby I'm di- for apples? <laughs> <laughs> well, Sleazy just reminded me of Bobby for apples tonight. I'm going to have to set up some type of a tub. Sleazy loves the bobbing. Bobbing for you apples. You can bob all night. Actually, nobody cares about this, but I am going to Apple Country on Friday. Coincidentally. Cider Mill? Yes, oh, many the, cider uh, mills. What the F is? Well, apple. Don't even it? ask. Right. But I will okay, bring back apples, and they will be bobbed. As for long them. as they are, they contain alcohol and it comes in liquid form. I'm just gonna buy a tub that I can stick my cock through the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the glory. Hole. If you're male, don't bob for apples. <laughs> if you're female, it's fine. So you know, wackily, I would I would love to attend your Halloween party, but unfortunately, I'm gonna be in L.A. So I'm going oh. to miss the Halloween party. I'm going to go down and hang out with are the you, Are you going to L.A. because you're scared of the Tenderloin? No, no. I, I, heard, I heard that people don't come to, or they leave the Tenderloin, and they don't come to the Tenderloin because they're scared of crackheads or something Th- like this that. This isn't a case of white flight like you've suffered recently. This right. is, a, this is, is a case of me going down to L.A. because that's where I get laid. Vagina flight. Vagina, vagina seeking. That's I just want to keep everybody updated on why the show <laughs> is like it is. But... Uh, you know what's interesting about Halloween, this is one thing I think that actually kind of detracts from the enjoyment of the holiday, is when you do have a girlfriend and you celebrate ha- Halloween, you have to do multiple things. Like, I, I have to go to a party Saturday night, and then i got to go to a party Sunday night. So I have to do two different parties that require two different Outfits. coordinated costumes. Okay. So you're spending a freaking fortune. Dude, i got to go to a Mad Men party on Saturday night. That's, so I had to buy like a Mad Men lame. vintage suit. And that's she's like, pretty lame. Yeah, but this party, okay. The party it, party will be good, but like the idea of it, that I don't know. She's excited because yeah. it's kind of like a star fucker party. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio is supposed to be there. Oh, wow. It's going to be a star fucker party. I'm Inception. Hoping- well, I'm hoping... You uh, should dress up as Leonardo DiCaprio. You, you, you should do the old, like, walk, the funnier walk. Yeah, it's his prance. Yeah. I was it's thinking just meme. dressing up as Carrot Top. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be great. Back of props, so what's up? But I'm not that rich. Can you get him on the show? I should. Who, Carrot Top or, uh, or the Caprio. other guy? Or Leonardo. Uh, yeah, both. At the same time? No, not the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Blotch, yeah. <laughs> Might be great. So, that, so I got to do Mad Men on Saturday night, and then the next night... Sunny and Cher. You should. Oh. Sunny and same Cher. Outfit, though. You can for wear the, the Mad- same outfit. You don't even have to dress up. <laughs> what, for Mad Men or for Sunny and Cher? Sunny and Cher. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I know, I know your girlfriend. I got to get a mustache. You can just draw that thing on and I learned. Oh, it takes I five you- seconds, but you and her, you are Sunny and Cher. I thought, you- oh, I thought you were going to Cher. 
<laughs> He's gonna get splatter. Actually, I am. Just wear that leather body suit normally wears. But no, you know, I gotta go to these two parties. You're obligated to do stuff when you're in a relationship on Halloween. That's why yeah, Halloween yeah. comes. So, are you are you annoyed about the having to go to the parties or the co costume? Because that's something that bothers me. The co costume. Yeah, it's, I think it's more the co costumes. Because if there's just a party where I can go there, but yeah, the co costumes. I think it just it, it's just kind of annoying. I, I don't mind occasional dress-up, one costume for Ellie, but now there's she... two different costumes. No, but here's the thing, is that whenever there's a co-costume, the girl is in charge. Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. No, you oh, can't disagree. I'm going to be LaFonda, and you're going to be Kip. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what about, like... Who are they? Who are they? Never mind. <laughs> what about like? How about I be Charles Manson and you be Squeaky From? That never happens. It's always the girl's idea. I, it's like I want to be short, neurotic Jewish guy, and you just be hot chick, <laughs> and we'll go. Because then I wouldn't even have to do anything. But no, you got to put effort in. I really think you don't have to do anything for Sony and Cher. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are you going as? What, what's your costume? This I'm year? not. I'm you're not even adult. dressing up and you're having a party just put on I'm going to hand candy out the kids. He's got the freaking mask. What are you talking about? Oh, and the mask. I do have the mask. Well, what are you doing, Sleazy? What are you dressing up I don't know mask? right now, actually. I always leave it to the last minute. I always get my costume ready and then I leave it to the actual party to the last minute. So. You should be Matt Lauer. Yeah, Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. <laughs> <laughs> a great I think I actually, like, I could be Anderson Cooper. You could be um, Rachel Maddow. I would Sleazy do, could do a be good Matt Rachel Lauer. Maddow. No, I I'd be that. Simon Cowell. Yeah, maybe yeah, good, I yeah. could see more Stephen Fry. You have to get one of those. Like, <laughs> what is it? his hair is weird with his fucked up wig and Simon whatever. Cowell. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, black the T-shirt. Well, okay, well, here's some Halloween costumes that you should avoid. This is from uh, the website Gawker. A uh, number one Halloween costume you should avoid this year is a Jersey Shore cast member. Mm. Hell yeah, no, because they dress, you know, like what Jay Wow. I'd like to see that outfit. I mean, seriously. Uh, Ed Hardy shirt, some fucking Spike Dude, yeah, the dude. Yeah, the dude. Shirt, I'd like to see orange. the girls though. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I just think it's kind of lame. Yeah, you're right. You're I right, think right, it's kind of right. lame. Let's go. On. All right, Chilean miner. <laughs> too soon. No, they just soon. they it's just came out of the ground. It's not too soon. They were just. <laughs> <laughs> what does a Chilean miner look like? He's got a wife beater on and you get one of those hard hats. Smear yeah. yourself with dirt. Put a flashlight on your head. Yeah, but it's not evil enough. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna fuck you. It came from the like center of the earth. It came from. But they from might. Hell, they but... might take pity on you. A pity fuck? Maybe. Okay. That's what I love about the Chilean miners. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, they're heroes." What do they do? Yeah, but they, they just were got trapped in a hole. In a hole. <laughs> yeah, but... It's like, what, what's heroic about that? But don't they all have a wife and a mistress, right? So That's no, good. just one guy does. Oh. I actually disagree with this one, but it is kind of funny. Steven Slater, uh, you might remember him as the JetBlue flight attendant uh, right. who bailed out of the flight and that... stole a couple beers. And no. went home to fuck his boyfriend <laughs> and got, got burst in and by the cops. I think this is. I think it's kind of funny. Why not go as the, Jet, the disgruntled JetBlue employee? But if you don't already look kind of like him, what, how are you going to pull that off? Yeah, JetBlue. Uh, you, you just know, have to jet a, a You just dress wig. up as a, as a surly flight attendant, walking around with beer. They're all surly. And going Two blue uh, skies, right? That's what he took. I don't think people would get it. Getting all RuPaul on someone's ass. <laughs> I think that'd be great. All right, but Next. fuck it. Then you know, fuck what it. Else? Just go as Mark Zuckerberg. All right, Lady Gaga. <laughs> Lady Gaga is a costume you should avoid. No, time. I want to see that. Dude, that gay ass meat suit. It's so no, obvious. No, no, no. Like, I don't like want to see the meat suit. The other ones where she's wearing next to nothing. Yeah, and some weird head garb. Yeah. How many people? How many girls do you think are going to go as Lady Gaga in some wild and crazy outfit? 
<laughs> I, no, probably, no. I probably wouldn't even recognize it because I don't know all the wild. I mean, if I guess if I see a wild and crazy outfit, I'm going to assume that that's supposed to be Lady Gaga. But I don't know the specific like, crazy outfits that yeah. she wears, yeah. right? Except for the me suit. Yeah, maybe me dress. It's really a dress. It's a I say dress. avoid it. Uh, this one, I don't know if you should avoid. I think it might be kind of funny, especially if you did it, Wacker. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Just get a shaggy wig. I don't. I, I kind of have like long, <laughs> lustrous locks. If you I push like, them to the side, you kind of look like. I just Justin, got my hair cut at Supercuts. I think you look more like Justin Bieber's pedophile uncle who's in jail right now. <laughs> Is that a good costume? <laughs> That's good. Actually, I think that would work. Will people get it? Um, Brett Favre. Just hang my cock out of my pants. <laughs> Put a camera in front of it. Yeah, but you know what you can do is just like, you know, dress up, get a, what is it, a Minnesota Vikings jersey and just right. walk around with your cell phone. With a are you, are you sure you didn't get confused? Like, I look like Brett Favre and not like Justin Bieber? No, I, th- I, th- I really do. Because um, I have some, like, gray in the beard. No, I think kinda you like, do bro, look, I look like, like Justin Brett Bieber's like pedophile Brett, uncle oh. who's in prison. <laughs> Who looks like <laughs> Brett Favre? <laughs> No. Oh, a little bit, a little light, a little Brett Favre in there. Okay. Like Brett Favre's cancer-ridden cousin, who's also Justin Bieber's uncle. Last right. one here. I think you should avoid this one, but it, unless you can pull it off properly, Christine O'Donnell. Hmm. Yeah. Which she, outfit? And some type of anti-masturbation which, Yeah, exactly. Which, which outfit? Which outfit which? should I pick? Which? Well, which, you know which what, one? though? Christine you can almost go as any Tea Party candidate and scare people. Yeah. You know, I think that might... Uh, but she's you, so you could go just like as yourself. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, go as Elvira. <laughs> Dress up as Elvira, but with a Christina, like, brown wig. Mm. It might work. Yeah, Bring a that, cauldron. But, but there's, mm. there's too many clothes. A what? A cauldron? Bring a cauldron. and Cauldron? Then a, a cauldron, whatever. Calgon? <laughs> Bring a cauldron away. and then uh, do your public service announcement yeah. in front of it. Yeah. 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 I don't like that yeah. one. <laughs> I think you should avoid Too many clothes. Things. And uh, finally, don't do Sarah Palin. Just don't do Sarah Palin. I would never fuck Sarah Palin. No. I, I just think just no, don't up as it's, it's such old hat. I don't think you need to do it anymore. She is an old bag. Well, people, we got an interview, as I said before, <clears throat> with Brother Carlos, the demon buster, Oliviera. It almost sounds like he's a pro wrestler. I, I do wonder um, how legitimate is someone's claim that they're an exorcist? We shall see. We shall see. Um, if this guy's worth his salt. Before we get to that, though, how about a quick word from our sponsor, Audible.com. As you know, we've said so many countless times here on the show, Audible is the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment, information, and educational programming. Um, listen whenever and wherever you want, just like the podcast you're listening to right now. So anyway, go to audiblepodcast.com slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. Well, it's time for us to give a ring to Brother Carlos, the demon buster, and uh, find out how to do an exorcism. Hello? Hi, Carlos. This is D. Simon and uh, Lance Wackley calling from Sick and Wrong. How's it going? Good. How about you, Dean? Oh, not, not too much. How are you doing? Hey, Brother Carlos. Uh, yeah, hi, how are you doing? Good. Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Hey, thanks for uh, being on the show for short notice. It's our special 250th episode, and we're kind of doing like a little Halloween show here, so I think it's just appropriate to have uh, a real exorcist on the program. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so, so tell me uh, uh, about yourself, uh, Brother Carlos. 
Do you pray? Um, do you have a congregation in the South Bay in the San Jose area? No, I don't have a congregation. I am not a pastor. Uh, what I do is I pretty much I, I help people all over, you know, all over Northern California, and sometimes I even travel outside the state. I go to other cities, states, um, and also sometimes even outside. In the U.S., you know, I, just, I was in South America just about four months ago. Okay, so so would you? How would you classify what? I guess your position are are you are you a minister? Are you a pastor? Are you a priest? Or are you a full time exorcist? Well, I've been doing exorcism full time, you know, for the past two years. Um, well, you know, in, in the in the Christian settings, you know, the way people uh, the title they pretty much give give me is like a minister. So um, I'm, I am like a Christian exorcist, you know. Some people say I'm a minister, but what I what I like to say is, you know, I call myself brother. You know, I, I'm not a priest, I'm not a pastor, um, I'm just someone that is helping out people out there. So when did you become an exorcist? Well, that was back in 1989, um, about probably around September that year. I um, I was playing a guitar uh, at a seminar that we had in those days, and then uh, we had a situation where a woman became possessed and and she began manifesting. And at that day, at that time, you know, nobody knew what to do. So, and I was reading the Bible, and I came across you know many situations where Jesus Christ, you know, dealt with demons, and then. Uh, I said, you know, I think this woman has demons, you know, uh, I, I, let me just go ahead and try it. And I, I began ministering to her, and the demons manifested. So, and they started actually punching me, kicking me, and screaming, and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. And then I found out that those were demons, and then um, I tried catching them up, but I doubt that they went away. I don't think they did. So where, where were you? Were you in this country, or were you in Brazil? I was in Brazil. Yeah, in 1989, I was in Brazil. So did you find it like it was an instinctual reaction? Like you're like, you look at her, she's screaming, frothing at the mouth, and you're like, she's possessed by demons. I need to exercise those demons. Or, I mean, how did you determine that she was possessed? Well, the situation, well, you know, basically what happened is I, uh, we had a break. You know, that day, that day we had a break. Uh, and then I went outside the building uh, to go to the restroom. The restroom was in another building. Uh, I had to go across the patio to get to the other building, and then I was approached by this woman, and then what, what happened is she stood before me, and then I asked her, I said, may, may I help you? She, she didn't say anything, and that moment she began punching me. So I found that to be very strange, and then when I realized she probably had some demons, what I did is I laid my hands on her, and I began casting those demons out, and then they threw her to the floor. Threw her to the ground. Wait a second. The, the demons threw her to the ground? Yes. Okay. I thought you tossed the girl to the ground. No, I didn't. I didn't even touch her. I just stretched my hands toward her. And then all of a sudden, when I started dealing with the demons, casting them out, and then uh, she fell. She fell backwards. And then, uh, and then, yeah, strange things were happening. So, you know, at that moment, because that was my first experience with dealing with demons. I wasn't too sure whether those were demons or not, but the reaction, what was happening to that lady, I had no other explanation for it. So, yeah, it is kind I, of. I mean, it is kind of strange. Are, are, are those 
like typical of the symptoms of a demonic possession like she's falling on the floor she's violent I mean do they do they scream do they speak in tongues like how do you know if someone's possessed well you know each manifestation is different you know there are situations where people get very violent I already got kicked and punched by many many people men and women you know the demons take control of their minds and the, the, the demons begin talking with different voices strange voices sometimes just screaming yelling and uh, there are the violent type of demons that they really kick and punch there are other situations where people start just throwing up and then and what happens is, is it's out of their control things get out of their control and then the, the, most of them will say that some somebody else takes over their body so the person's completely loses control, and it's it's not the so it's it could it be a woman, but she's speaking like a man. I mean, she's so, speaking a completely different tone of voice. There are situations where a woman can speak like a man. There are situations where an adult can speak like and talk like a, a child. You know, there are situations where the the demon is talking and using the person's voice, and it's just the person's voice. Uh, but w w what makes things different is the demons, uh, they, they begin attacking us. You know, sometimes they, they begin cursing us. You know, that's how you know that somebody else is in charge. Because demons usually, when they manifest, they say, I'm, not, I'm going nowhere, I'm not living, I've been here for a long time, this is mine. And, and um, you know, and then you start inquiring them, sometimes they give up information, such as, no, I'm not, I'm not going to leave this person. I'm here, I'm going to kill her, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm here to destroy the whole family, you know, it, it like that. But why, why that person? Like, what, what, I don't understand the demon's aim. Why, why would the demon just come down into the house and just start destroying the whole family themselves if they're a demon? They do, because, uh, uh, you know, well, sometimes they come into a, to the family through generational bloodlines, you know, like that. We call it generational curses, so demons travel from generation to generation. So they destroy people in some generations, then they move on to the next generation. So what I'm saying is some demons, not all of them, okay, some demons when they come to a family, their goal is to destroy the whole family. They start out with the father, and then they go to the kids and blah, blah, blah. Now there are other situations where the demons say, you know, I'm, I'm here to destroy this person's life, to kill her, and they don't, make any, they don't mention anybody else in the family. That's why I'm saying, you know, each manifestation is different. Is different. So how? Each when did you? Manifestation is unique. So when did you learn to dis, I guess distinguish these manifestations? Like when did you actually learn the art of? Yeah, I guess I guess it would be called an art. The, how to do an exorcism? Where where did you learn how to do this? Is there a school? Is there an exorcism university? Well, there is none. I know on the Catholic side, you know, the Catholic Church, they actually. You know, they send their priests to the Vatican, and there they learn how to, you know, uh, exercise demons. They have to go through so many years of training. Now, I'm not a Catholic. I'm a Christian. So what I do is, uh, going back to my first experience, when I dealt with that situation in 1989, and then the lady went away, she walked away, and I knew it, that the demon was still there. So I, I felt so hopeless. I felt so like that inadequate because I, I was not able to help the lady. So that this is what I did. I began buying books on the subject 
I began buying uh, teachings on the subject. So you did research. If so, let's say somebody contacts you and says that their daughter or son or sister or something, they think that they're demonically possessed. Uh, like, just can you walk us through what happens there? Are you? Do you feel intimidated going into that situation? Is it a, you know, because you might succeed, you might fail? Can you t- tell us, you know, how, how the process sort well, of works? How do people? Yeah, how do people seek your services out? Now here's the thing, okay? I I rather you know when dealing with the demonic. First of all, before I I diagnose the case, I like to go in person if I can because I start out with an investigation. Investigation when I can, I do the investigation with the person that is having the problem. If the person that is having the problem is a child or is not able to give me all the information that I need, then I inquire other people in the family. So I start out with my own investigation that can last anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour, sometimes even like an hour and a half. That investigation will determine, you know, to me, will will give me some uh, information to find out, you know, for me to go to the next level. If I determine that, that the person has some form of demonic manifestations due to my investigation, then what I do is then I go to the next level. The next what, level what are you, what, I, you, what, are you, what, are you, what kind of questions are you asking during the investigation? Yeah, how do you determine this, Brother Carlos? Like, what, when you walk into a room, how do you know if that little girl is possessed by a demon? Well, first of all, I'm watching the person, I'm, uh, I'm uh, watching the reaction, I am asking questions, uh, there are so many instances people can get demonized, and one of them is playing which board. Okay, which board can really get people into serious problems? A Ouija board? Um, yeah, which board? Yes, a lot of people can get spiritual problems, get demons just by playing which board. That actually leads to another one of my questions, which was that I wrote down here. You know, what type, are there other types of activities besides playing with a Ouija board that can leave a person open to becoming demonically possessed? Are there, th- are there activities that people should avoid? Well, yeah, you see, uh, when, when I do my investigation, I'm always asking them questions, you know, because I want to find out what was the, the, the open door uh, for the demonic spirit to come in and play. Now, I mentioned Ouija board here, but there are several other avenues that can open doors to the demon, to demonic spirit, and some of them are watching horror movies. So well, watching, what about uh, listening to heavy metal like Iron Maiden or Slayer? Yeah, I, I had situations where people contacted me, they got demonized because they were into this heavy metal type of uh, group, they were listening to them, and they became Satan's worshippers, and then they began having manifestations, demons telling them what to do, messing up with their minds. So I, I had people contacting me that, that they became possessed or became uh, uh, demonized by listening to heavy metal uh, type of music. Does, yeah. it, does it have to be heavy metal? Like, let's say they're listening to Barbara Streisand, and all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, I feel like I'm possessed by a demon. Like, could it be Barbara Streisand as well as, you know, Iron Maiden? Well... Well, you know, I, I go by what people tell me, okay? So um, what, I, what I see that happens most, I'm going to tell you the most common doors for the demonic to come in and start messing up with people, okay? I okay. mentioned here which board, okay? But there are other, other doors, you know, listening to heavy metal type of music, 
that can be a door as well. I'm not saying that all the people that listen to them will have some form of demonic manifestation. I'm not saying that, but some people do. And then there's also the hip-hop type of music. Is, uh, how do you call those? Uh, those rappers. Rappers, yeah. Rappers, yeah. Now, some of these rapper, rap music, you know, they're, they're just open doors to the demonic because they invite people to become Satan's worshippers, and especially young people, they, they go into that. And once they become, they become, once they learn or they try to worship, you know, Satan in somehow, in some way, then yes, they can definitely become possessed. Now, there are other ways, like I mentioned here before. Watching paranormal movies, people can get demons. Watching horror movies, people can get demons. You know, because I'm telling you what people tell me. So okay. I go by what I listen from people, and that's what I know. That's why I know that a lot of, there's a lot of ways out there. People so can get, should, should people avoid celebrating Halloween? People can get demons celebrating Halloween. People can get demons trick or treating. Uh, wearing Halloween costumes. People can actually get demons doing that kind of stuff. Wow, it seems like demons are pretty uh, rather accessible. So, so brother Carlos, let's say you go into this person's house, you do your interview, you find out they listen to Kid and Play or Young MC or something, and they're into the hip hop evil music, and then you realize, okay, maybe that's a door to demonic possession. What, what else? What do you do after that? Like, how does the exorcism Once work? Once you determine that an exorcism is required, then then what? Ha- do you prepare? Are there? Do you have uh, talismans or anything like that? Yeah, like holy water or tools? tools. Yeah. Okay, now, let me say this to you. Okay, when I, when I finish doing my investigation, then I go to the next level, which I call confrontation. Now, the investigation, I do it on the human level. Now, the confrontation, I do it on the spiritual level. That's when I look into the person's eyes and I begin talking to demons. I, 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 I say my domain more or less like this. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command every demonic spirit that the Lord Jesus Christ has identified to face divine judgment for violating the soul to come up to the surface right now. So when I do that, usually the demons begin manifesting. So what happens then? How do they, what do they do? Do they... Then, you know, usually I take a little time to try to understand, you know, how the demonic is operating in that person, you know, sometimes I don't test them out right away because I'm after information. And sometimes the demons can give me the information that I need to know to set the person free completely. Because demons, they come out, and when they have a chance or opportunity, they come back. So when they come out, what happens to them? Do do they, like, fly around in the air? Do you put them in a jar or flush them out of the toilet or something? What do you do? I had situations before where a demon left someone and entered somebody else in the family immediately. Are you in danger? Yeah. Now, there's other situations. When I test them out, I tell them where to go. So because I want to avoid having troubles for demons leaving somebody in the family and entering somebody else in the family because that can happen. Are you, I, are you ever in danger yourself of, of the demon going into your body? Well, no, I, I don't think I ever had that happen to me, but that, that can happen, and I'm always prepared. Every time I go into an exorcism, I pray over myself. I prepare myself to get there because I don't want to take any chance. But you could have, maybe even we would call for like a backup exorcist or something. Yeah, now what I'm telling you also that can happen, you must try to retaliate on the person that is helping others. In my case, 
the evil spirits are always trying to retaliate on me. Now, I, I heard this many, many times. I had demons many, many times telling me, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill your son. I'm going to destroy your life. I'm going to do this. So I had many times demons telling me that. So I want to make sure I am in a good standard, good position, so I will not give them the opportunity to come into my life and destroy me like they do to many other people. Do you listen to heavy metal music? I used to, not anymore. I mean, I used before, I used to listen to many heavy metal music when I was a teenager, so I'm 50 now. Oh, okay, but yeah, I guess heavy metal's been around for a while. But, a but lot as of those you, old heavy metal rockers are 62, though. That's true. <laughs> but as you said, there are many different avenues that a, a demon can take. So, so Brother Carlos, um, have you ever failed to exercise a demon from someone who's possessed? Where I mean, at, at the point where you're like, there's nothing more I can do for this person? Yes, that happened to me, yep. What do you do in that situation? You just kind of pack up your I only, stuff? Only can, yeah, I only can do so much. That's why I try to train people to help themselves because there are situations where the demons, they have been there for many, many years, and sometimes there's also legal ground. And the legal ground is such as like a generational curses, and then there are situations where I fail to cast demons out and, and because, you know, of maybe stuff in the family, that was, had to be broken and was never broken. Or maybe because the father gave the legal ground to the demonic to operate in the son, and the father never really repented of anything. So there are situations where demons resist. They just resist. They keep resisting. And they don't go away right away. Now, there are other situations where it only took me like a split of a second to cast demons out too. Hmm. So... Can you, how do you personally distinguish, I guess in your experience, a demonic possession from someone who's mentally ill or someone who has, you know, multiple personality disorders, schizophrenic? Or epilepsy. Okay, let me say this to you, okay? Now, I get a lot of nasty emails, you know, especially because I try helping people with schizophrenia. Now, let me say this to you. Schizophrenic people usually are people with brilliant minds are very intelligent people. Now, let me say this to you. Schizophrenia is when people are hearing voices. Now, I already had situations where people were going to doctors to get uh, treatment for schizophrenia, and they had no success whatsoever. When they came to me, I began addressing those demons, and eventually those demons went away. In other words, eventually those voices went away. Because when people come to me, Especially for schizophrenia. I'm not talking about mental illness. Okay, I'm talking about schizophrenia. Schizophrenia is not always mental illness. Okay, it, it's like a many voices, many demons are speaking to the person, you know, uh, and then I, I usually address them in that, in that fashion and usually they go away. Now, there are other situations, don't get me wrong, there's, a, there's other situations that I already know the person has some mental issues, mental illness, and the, in that case, I, 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 I don't say that I can definitely help the person because there are people that definitely have problems mentally. So what I try to do through my, through my investigation and through the confrontation with the demonic, I try to get demons to talk to me so I can get all the information that I need to determine whether the person is just mentally ill or whether the person is just possessed. So uh, my, my last question here, because we're kind of running out of time here, is can animals become possessed? Like, have you ever 
exercised a dog or a or a fluffy bunny rabbit? Okay, I never really exercised any animals, but I had I had situations where I I confronted animals that had some strange manifestations in them, and it, with me it happened that I got I got bitten by a dog in my finger uh, once because you know this dog was having some strange manifestations, and I tried to approach him, and he uh, um, bit me. So okay, but it didn't speak in tongues or anything. No, that would be great. I saw a movie tongues, like that. Tongues don't have lips; it's hard for them to talk. <laughs> so, so brother Carlos, tell me about it. You're you mentioned that you have a, a show, a, t- a reality show that's coming out on the Sci-Fi Network. Well, I actually have a couple of them because uh, I was just with Empower Pictures a couple of months ago, working on a show that's going to be aired on the History Channel sometime. You know, by Hopefully by the end of this year or beginning of next year. So oh, okay. that is uh, with Empower Pictures, the same company that did the Passion of the Christ. So oh wow! I, I'm working with them on a on a series, television series, and then I'm also getting a pilot ready now for Sci-Fi and A&E uh, on also exorcisms and paranormal manifestations, that kind of stuff. So are you going like? Are, is there a camera crew following you around while you do your work? Yes, I had that a couple of uh, months ago when the Empower Pictures came up here. The uh, Hollywood company, they came up here to uh, San Jose. They were following me around and, uh, you know, and, and catching all these uh, manifestations on camera. Capturing this on film. Wow, that'd be really interesting. So that so that might be coming out within the next year. Well, no, it's probably coming up hopefully by either the end of this year or beginning of next year. What's the show called? Well, it's, I think it's called the uh, the other realm. Mm. Uh, the other realm. Wow, that's 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 interesting. All right, so brother Carlos, your website is gotdemon.blogspot.com. We'll put a link up. Yeah, we'll definitely put a link up on our site. Is that the best way for someone to get in contact with you and procure your services? Yeah, that's the best way because I have my phone number listed over there, and I have a lot of information. I have some testimonies. You know, it, it, it's a very useful website. You know, I try to help people sometimes, you know, as much as I can. When I can't go in person, I try to refer them to my website so they can start getting some help right there. How, how much do you charge for an exorcism, typically? Well, I don't charge anything, okay? Uh, what I tell people is sometimes I tell people, you know, I live on donations. I've been doing this full time. And I have people that donate me things. I have people that don't, don't, don't donate me anything, and I still help them. And Our podcast is kind of around the same theory. Yeah. <laughs> I know, we have the same sentiment. <laughs> so, Brother Carlos, thank you for uh, being on our 250th episode. The website is goddemon.blogspot.com. You lead a fascinating life, and I look forward to seeing your television show. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on the show. All right. Yeah, thank thanks, you, Brother, Brother Carlos. Carlos. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Now, that was one excitable man. I don't think I've ever heard anyone uh, speak that quickly. That, that guy, if he wasn't an exorcist, he could probably be an auctioneer. He's passionate. He's passionate. Yeah, he definitely believes in uh, what he preaches. His cause. Yeah, I, I almost see him being such an effective exorcist because the demon's just like, all right, dude, would you <laughs> just shut here. the fuck up? I'm getting out of here. Stop screaming at me. <laughs> Maybe. But I don't know, Wackerly. Um, 
when, when, when did do you agree with him? Do you, do you think it's a situational thing? Would I ever pay him to exercise somebody? No. He doesn't take, he takes donations. Would I ever donate anything to him to exercise <laughs> Hell no. no. I could totally see, I, I didn't, I don't know, I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to press it, but I could totally see, see myself even getting stoned, really stoned with my friends and being like, dude, let's call the exorcist. Yeah. Have him come over here. I mean, do, I don't think, do I think he's any less or more effective than a standard psychiatrist, therapist? I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, but you know what's better? They're, he's almost better. Trained. This guy just has no freaking... He trained himself! <laughs> he researched! <laughs> he did his own research. I wonder... Well, at least he's saying he's not like an obstetrician or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be a little more concerned, you he's know, not if giving, he's delivering babies. He's not giving hymenectomies. <laughs> An OBGYN. Yeah. Hey, let me look at your cunt. I, I do find it kind of interesting, though, that he goes over to someone's house and starts like... But was he start yelling at them and then seeing if the demon manifests itself? That's and part then, of the investigation. But but then that's he was, a, that's initial investigation. Then there's the consultation, which I would think the consultation. But he was would, saying he's like, I get punched and kicked. It's like no, no shit. You're <laughs> screaming at me in my face. <laughs> I'm probably gonna punch you in the face too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's definitely an, an interesting craft. I, you know, I didn't get to ask him uh, whether or not, like, if you had to be of the Christian faith to do it. Like, I wonder if, I wonder if rabbis I or Catholic, imams do. Uh, do I thought it. I thought mainly, most exorcists were Catholic, right? Well, he did mention that. that no, Vatican no, I looked school. at the Wikipedia page. They're, like, almost every religion has some form of right, exorcism. Right, right, right. Yeah. Exorcism. But I mean, the ones that you think of are normally Catholic exorcists. Well, they? I don't well, think like, <laughs> he even made the distinction of like. But what's the difference between with being Catholic and Protestant, really, you know, it's, well, no, it's they're saying thing. it's a pretty they, big they, difference. Yeah, but I think it's like you have a conception oh, of a Hollywood. Um, yeah, well, that's you know, what I'm Hollywood thinking exorcism. of. Right, it's all the like movies that they create about this. They're, I, they're I kind of wanted to find out if he wore like an exorcism outfit that like would protect him, mm-hmm. like a Ghostbusters outfit. Maybe we should call him like <laughs> next week. Yeah, well, I was just wondering, you know, I mean, if, like Venkman has got yeah. his name on it <laughs> on the on the pocket. Don't cross streams. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, I, I did do some um, uh, research to myself, and it did say there are several different types of exorcisms that are all performed and uh, condoned by the Roman Catholic Church. There's uh, the baptismal exorcism, right, which blesses an infant prior to baptism to cleanse it of evil. Right, so that's simple all, exorcism, right, okay. which is blessing a place or thing to rid it of evil influence, which I guess he could do over the phone. Well, I wanted to ask him that. If, if, like, a, a, an cool apartment enough. could be ex- uh, uh, possessed or a toilet... Yeah, right. I don't know. Because I'd like something to blame my nasty shits on. It's a demon. <laughs> it's Feng Shui. An anal ghost. Yeah. It's Feng Shui. We should ask uh, him about know, the I, anal ghost. I too. did ask him about if, uh, if an animal could be possessed. And he was just like, well, one time a dog bit me, so it must have been possessed. Wow. It bit his finger. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that happen all the time? Not to me. I don't I, know. I'm not an exorcist, though. Isn't that what Michael Vick, why he started... Uh, Killing all those dogs because his dogs were possessed. <laughs> I think he, so. He yeah. made him possessed. I think you're right. Didn't feed him. Anyway. And then there's a real exorcism, which is that where a wait, priest wait, actually performs the rite of exorcism. Real for a human in being. quotation marks. Yeah, quotations right. on real. Right. You know, it's interesting. Uh, Brother Carlos uh, did email me three times prior to setting up this this interview that he wanted to debate somebody about it. Do you think you would have been able to get a word in there edgewise? No. You think would have, you, do you think you would have disproved his uh, no, theories? No, no. His debating style is pretty clear. There would well, have been it's, lots the wall, of, it's the wall of sound <laughs> style. There would yeah. have been lots of eyes rolling. I think that way. works, though, on uh, demons as well. Yeah. So, actually, I guess... Um, I like to play the moment. ministry. <laughs> <laughs> the same wall of sound. 
<laughs> That's the moment everyone's been waiting for. Can okay. you do? Hang on. Um, the oh. Exorcist. The theme from The Exorcist on, on Slide Whistle. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that, actually, people. I brought in some Halloween candy. Um, one of the, I guess, premier Halloween candies that's over there is, uh, is Peep. the Peeps. What are those things? Jack-o'-lanterns? No, they're pumpkin Peeps. Yeah, right, they look so warm. Okay, okay. Wagger's ready. Here's the theme from The Exorcist. Whoa. Amazing. No formal training whatsoever. He just did research and picked up that slide whistle. I'm like Eddie Van Halen. Damn, a natural. You seriously are. Yes. It's a natural there. There's a theme from The Exorcist. You try that at home, kids. But be yeah. careful. But be careful. Yeah. Keep some oxygen that's around. The, that's it, how the it, demons It takes a toll on your lungs. <laughs> yeah, that's how the demons come <laughs> the in. The demons will get Iron in. Maiden and slide whistles. <laughs> that's, how, that's how demons come in. I used to listen to some heavy metal myself, but I'm 60 now. <laughs> so is Tom Araya. Okay. <laughs> I love how sleazy is like, Sepultura. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But do you remember the wagon when you were a kid? You, t- you had your whole pillowcase that was just full of candy, and you just eat it all night. So you just passed out with candy belly. And I you do just remember had nightmares. that. I do remember that. That's no, part of being a kid, an American kid. In America, when you gorge yourself. <laughs> Where it's awesome <laughs> to be a kid. Speaking of which, is when you first get that your booty, your pirate treasure back home, and you dump it out on the ground, and you take a look at it. You can tell right off the bat the worst Halloween candy. Oh, yeah. You oh, separate yeah. that shit out. You just shove it over to the corner and let the dog get you're at it. you just kind of like, I don't even want bed. this. Throw it away. Number one, I think the worst candy. It's not even candy. Toothbrushes. <laughs> what? Have you ever had the neighbor that's just like, well, I'm not going to give you candy out because candy's unhealthy. I'm going to give a toothbrush. She's yeah. like defying all the other neighbors. Like, yeah. you're giving the children these sweets and sugary treats, and I'm going to allow them to clean their teeth. Dude, I would fucking egg the fuck out of their car. I must, used to, no. It used to piss me no, off. Just, no just light their house on fire. Ah, dude, I don't know. Toilet paper, that tree. I, I just remember, it's like you go there, trick or treat, and you stand at the doorway, and then it's like they just come out and they have those little toothbrushes for you, and you're just, just looking at them like, just why? Turn, turn, really? your, turn your lights off and don't give out anything. That's fine. Yeah. Don't participate. Yeah. Don't I, try to counteract the effects of Halloween. So here's the no qu- condoms. That yeah. would have been cool, <laughs> uh, especially flavored ones. So moving on, the, the another worst, uh, one of the worst Halloween candies, raisins. Remember boxes, some made raisins. Mm. Horrible, yeah. horrible. Okay, so you get the whole box, and it's just like a raisin. No, it's just like you get a box. And it's you just get a like little box. I would always boxes. just kind of separate those from all the good candy. It's like I don't want fucking well, it's all raisins. Candy, isn't it? All right, I, I have a multi-tier uh, comment on this. Raisins are like the worst thing in the world, right? They shrivel. Oh, you know, I like grapes. them. They have, they have their time and place. They've had the not wine taken like, out of them. It's not between a Snickers, you know, and a Three Musketeers. You there's don't want no, raisins. There's never a time for a raisin. It's like disgusting. Raisins. However, raisinettes. Are fucking incredible. Raisinets are really good. Yeah, you just really dip them in chocolate and they and they they're, they're and then it's, you know, they're they're uh, redeemed. Wow, raisinets are good. 
But yeah, wrinkled grapes are kind of gross. On the Raisinets own. are one of my favorite things, but fucking a raisin is t- is gross. Well, you got to think of it as yeah, like a, a grape with wine taken out of it. Yeah, you know? and all moisture. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what about the most polarizing candy of them all? The candy the corn. Candy corn. corn. Gross. Gross. People hate candy corn. People bag on it's candy corn. I love candy corn. I mean, I'd, 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 I'd just as well just pour a box of sugar into my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I would eat candy corn until my teeth hurt. Well, they look, they look, they look <laughs> like damn teeth. <laughs> They're yellow and they look like teeth. <laughs> I, no, you, I love how, you know what I like about it? I love how they have the candy corn pumpkins. There are like four candy corns mashed into a pumpkin form. Yes. They you know, do have that. And you eat like 20 of those and it's just like your teeth hurt. What about the candy corn? Sting what things, about the regular What about the regular shaped candy corn but the white part is actually brown? The Indian corn. Is that what it's called? It's Indian Native Racist. American corn, yes. Right. <laughs> the Native Americans make them? Uh, Native Americans did make that candy corn. It's because they wanted to be um, you know politically correct with No, the candy no, what corn. it is, okay. is 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 you go to the house and uh and they give you Indian corn or whatever it's called, and you give it back, and it becomes that's how Indian given corn. Oh, because right? you take the corn back and, and, and then you give it back. Give, yeah, that's yeah. racist. That is um, racist. What about this? I think I've always hated this candies, Necco wafers and Smarties. Ah, mm. oh. no, I'm down with Smarties. Dude, Smarties, Smarties. Are, Smarties are great. Necco yeah. wafers suck. Love hearts. It's like uh, let, let me let me eat Love something let me too. eat something that tastes like dust. <laughs> yeah, it looks Smarties like dust, don't. dude. You can yeah, crush yeah. Smarties. Necco, up and I, snort I agree that with shit. you if you're talking about Necco wafers, yeah. but Smarties no, are good. Smarties they're are more good. tangy. Yeah, they're tangy. I, I love I, the Smarties. I guess they kind of have the sour taste, but they still you could crush it up, up and snort it. Yeah, so what's better? And than that? what's wrong I'm with that? I'm just saying it's a weird. It's it's chalky candy is weird. That'd be the best candy to give out. Just honestly. chalk. <laughs> no cocaine. <laughs> Compressed <laughs> little baggies, little crack baggies rocks. of crack. All right, I love that this? house. What about this? Apples. Remember that? Remember the house that gave out apples? Not even worth discussing. Nobody likes it must that. Must be teachers. Just fucking pisses me off. It's like, you're going to give me that apple. You know what's going to happen. This apple's going to get tossed right back at your house. And it probably has a razor blade in it, to be honest with you. Give me a packaged, manufactured candy, yeah. not some shit you pull out of your fucking pantry. Or you pick yeah, up the tree true. in the backyard. Yeah, and then you put a razor blade in. <laughs> what about Laffy Taffy? Like I it. love Laffy Taffy. What are your thoughts on the Laffy Taffy? Good. Thumbs yeah. up. Yeah, thumbs up. <laughs> Just because of the jokes or the taffy? Yeah, the jokes good. as no, well. No, it tastes good. Yeah, and, and yeah. the jokes. All but, right, what about fun-sized things? We just ate 10 of them. I know, but it pisses me off. It's like... I love when you know. Why is it fun? It'd be fun if it was bigger. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, do you remember when you're a no, kid? But nobody's giving out entire Snickers bars. Do you remember when you're a kid? You go to the rich neighborhood and you get like a whole Snickers bar, no. and you'd be like, "Holy shit!" They're giving out full candy bars. Instead, other people are like, "Fun size." Here's no, a fun know. size. I thought What's everything fun about that. I thought everything was fun size, but that's because alcohol. It's made me not even be able to remember. Like last Halloween, much right. less last week. What about the old lady giving out the ribbon candy? <laughs> ribbon candy can Gold be... Gold butterscotch. I like butterscotch. I like Werther's. Strawberry-shaped strawberries. Like oh, those? Yeah, yeah. Dude, you're an old man, Wackerly. <laughs> that is such old man candy. That's old person candy. I'm not saying it's my favorite, but I can I can chow on Would some of that shit. Like are you going to give out ribbon? What kind of candy are you giving out this year? Uh, some kind of peanut butter cup thing. Fun size. <laughs> peanut butter cups I'm are not always giving, fun I'm size. I'm going to give each kid a fucking full-size Snickers bar, if that's what you're thinking. 
So don't dress up as a kid. I totally thought you'd be giving out those little bottles of liquor. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's saving them for himself. (laughs) Just the little little ones. Save this for when you're 21. I'll in my mouth. No, no, you get but those, those are, there's my list of worst candies there that I wanted to talk about. But before we move on, Sleazy, he's been waiting to do this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleazy actually did some research here and found the, <laughs> the best pickup lines to use um, for uh, Halloween 2010. Yeah, you know, to pick up the old, uh, the old uh, Dirty Slapper. Do you dress. need to be in costume to yeah, pick well, up the, these this slags? Yeah, well, this is actually for specific... Um, Outfits that you will see a girl dressed up as. So, say if you see a pirate, you'll say, That's quite a booty you've got there, right? Or you'll see a witch and you'll say, I like your wart. Want to see a few of mine? <laughs> All right, these are terrible so far. <laughs> oh, that was the best one. If they work, they work. I guess if um, they work, they work. Um, a cat, obviously, you know, that's a nice pussy. A girl dressed up as a cat? Yeah, that's a nice Not pussy. An actual cat. That's a nice pussy. <laughs> the costume is pretty good, too. Um, <laughs> so, you, so you walk up there and go, You got a great pussy. And the costume's good, too. Yeah, exactly. All right, that, that works. Right. I could see that. Or, uh, you know, that. a zombie. Hey there, have you heard that Rigor Mortis is the new Viagra? <laughs> I kind of like that. I like that one. I, I don't like get that. that. I don't uh, get it. Rigor Mortis, you know, all Just stiffy. A dick stiffened. Yeah. Right, but a she's the zombie. Dick. Yeah. So how is your dick still? Uh, are you supposed around? to be dressed <laughs> as a zombie, <laughs> Moving on. Too? All right, skeleton. Did you know there are 206 bones in the human body? Would you mind one more? <laughs> okay, that one oh, works. That's good. That would work. That works. That works. I hope gonna, I see which one are you going to try? The warts one? I like the witch one best, yeah. <laughs> you should probably try the warts one. I'll ask Christy, Christine O'Donnell that one. <laughs> you know, I, I find it funny, though, that I don't know if I find it funny or if I find it hypocritical. Girls love rib condoms, but they hate genital warts. Yeah, well, it's the same thing, yeah. Yeah, how's that, yeah, how's that yeah, make yeah, sense? Yeah. You'd think they'd like it more. Well, you think, they would, you think they'd like both Well, the thing is, uh, HPV wow. leads to, uh, to uh, cervical cancer, so that's probably part of it. Yeah, but they get immunized <laughs> for that. Well, um, we're, we're moving towards the end of the show. we got a few phone calls here. They're not, I don't know if they're necessarily Halloween-themed phone calls. We'll see. But we do have some uh, phone calls of Sick or Wrong Hotline. People can call the hotline at 206-666-3846, or you can email us at sickandwrongpodcast at uh, hotmail.com. Before we get to our first phone call here, how about another word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. So we got a number of phone calls, the Sick and Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846. I don't know if these are necessarily Halloween-themed phone calls, but they could be, depending on the context that you're taking them in as. We'll see. We'll see. So what about uh, call number one here, Wacker? Hey, this is Ron and Camelast from the forum, and I have a funny story. Um, I work at a daycare just down the road from me. 
and one of the kids there has a little problem with hearing the word no. And he asked me to do something, and I was standing by a picnic table. We were out playing outside. And I told him no. So what he does is he makes a fist, and he punches me in the vagina. I'm not talking like, you know, just a little tap on the clit. He punched my cunt. It hurt so bad. I had to sit down, and I cried. So I put him in timeout. And his friend saw what happened. They're laughing about it because it's hysterical. And he comes over, and he decides to do it as well. And he hit harder. Like, his little knuckles went inside. There was definitely penetration. And I'm pretty sure he bruised, like, the surrounding area. <laughs> surrounding areas of what? The uterus? You know, I don't, I don't understand. Why does it hurt a girl to get punched in the vagina? Does that make any sense? There's no bollocks there, so no, of course not. It's just like getting fucked. Yeah, there's no bollocks there. Oh, How is it different than getting... You'd think getting fucked would hurt worse. It's like getting pounded by a huge black cock. Why has it got to be black? Okay, a huge purple <laughs> cock. But, I'm, yeah, I'm just saying, it's like, don't you think it would hurt worse to get something shoved inside of you rather than just punched on the outside? It's like getting punched on your shoulder. Mm. Or in your pleasure spot. <laughs> maybe it might be good. I, I guess maybe. I mean, you know, it reminds me of... Uh, you are Sons of Anarchy. Sometimes. There's a scene Not in it... Not this season. There's, yeah, it's kind of getting you horrible. Just but they, they, they might actually end up uh, you know, changing the series at the end. Rest, saving themselves at the end. Where, yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, the, the story arc right now is failing miserably. But there's a scene in it where that Irish kid... Was, was that the end of last season? Right. Yeah, the, I know the other Irish kid... He, that, that, he looks uh, like Carl Pilkington. But he worked for his dad, was in the, oh, IR, yeah, yeah. the IRA. He was stuck in the house, the safe house, and the FBI agent was like saying something to him, and he just punched her right in the twat. Yeah. The pussy. And the pussy. And she keeled over in pain, and he runs out, and he, she shoots him in the back. Right. So maybe it is... A painful area to get punched in. Well, you could. What? So you guys call like if you get like um, punched in the arm, it's what? A Charlie horse. Yeah, Charlie horse, right? No, a Charlie horse is when you pull like your hamstring or something, oh. isn't it? I don't know. But you can get somebody <laughs> a Charlie horse when yeah, you punch him yeah, in the yeah, shoulder. You punch yeah. him right in between the muscle down to the bone. So it must be like a name for the the twat punch. Cum punch. Cum punch. Cum punch. Yeah. Yeah. I never knew that it was an effective technique, but apparently. I've never really been, uh, you know, I've never been in a situation where I've needed to incapacitate a woman. <laughs> <laughs> By punching her in the, in the vagina? Yeah, usually they're long gone once I start to think of that. I usually do other things with vagina rather than punch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, bore, I, bore it to death? <laughs> well, I, I mean, vaginas... I exercise the demons. <laughs> vaginas don't speak, so it's probably easier to just punch them in the, in the noggin, you know? They're yeah. not supposed to speak? <laughs> Some of mine. That's interesting. So, you know, I feel sorry for you, but uh, if a little kid punched me in the cunt, I think I would punch that kid in the face. And then the kid would learn not to do that. It's the only <laughs> it's way to probably teach Probably good him. advice, yeah. Yeah, don't spare the rod. Uh, you know, the second call we got here is part of our segment, which we haven't played for a while. I think we've been neglecting it. Is that gay? I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I think unicorns are kick-ass. Is that gay? I just watched my brother jerk off. Is that gay? I'm at the urinal and this guy's looking over the wall. Is that gay? I don't want to 
to sound like a queer nothing, but I think you've got a really nice ass. All right, Wacker, why not play the first Is That Gay question? Hey, sick and wrong. I've just heard my boyfriend came on about, am I gay? Am I gay? So I like to lick a woman's fanny. That's nothing. But when I suck him off, he lies there with his eyes shut and he likes the anal beats. Is that not gay? Can we have a little bit of a debate and an answer on that, please? Thank you. First thing I wanted to debate, I don't know if this is more of a debate or a question, is you just don't know the name of the segment. She says, am I gay? <laughs> or is that not gay? It's lost in translation. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Yeah. But the segment's called, is that gay? Just three words. That's it. Is that gay? Mm-hmm. Not, am I gay? Is that <laughs> not gay? Is the queen gay? <laughs> the is queen Prince actually, Philip gay? I think the queen the has Philip. punched Prince Charles in the cunt more than once. But her question was, you know, her husband doesn't mind when she licks another another woman's fanny. Yeah, who wouldn't mind that? I don't. I don't think that that's not gay. That's but just, she's she's saying she can do that. That's not gay. Or she's okay. She's asking, "Am I gay for licking another woman's fanny?" But I don't know what I don't know. I lost the. Track. I think it was a two part question. She yeah. was saying, "But her, yeah, it was. Yeah, is it gay for her to lick another girl's fanny?" But then when her boyfriend lays back and, and she, she shows anal beads up his butt, up his ass, yeah. Hmm. Wow. I guess, in my opinion, <laughs> I think they, neither of them are gay, really. Well, really, the anal no. beads. Come on, it's a girl shoving the anal beads up the ass. Uh, sleazy. What about a cock-shaped dildo being shoved up your ass by a female? By a female. That's not gay. What about tiny cock-shaped beads <laughs> on a long piece <laughs> of string? I, I, you know, if you ask me, if you're shoving anal beads. Or a cock-shaped dildo. Anything up shoving your up your ass, ass is gay. You're you're just you're one step away so you're in, from being gay. Wait, but one step away or or definitely gay? Yeah, you're on the road to things. being gay. You're halfway up Fudge Mountain. On the road, you're halfway up Fudge Mountain. On the road means nothing. Yeah, are you there? The 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 segment is called "Is it gay?" Not "Is it sort of kind of starting to be gay?" I guess if you're gonna put it in uh, such it's black not. and white terms. Yeah, it is. Then, no, it's not gay because you're doing it with a woman. Right. Yeah, if there was a man, if it was your uncle Peter doing it, then yes, that would be gay. But so, I <laughs> personally believe that if you're shoving anal beads or foreign objects up your ass, and you're a man, you're halfway to the top of Fudge Mountain. Not quite there yet, but you're close. Nothing's so you, allowed to be up your ass. So you're a from, straight man's world, according to you. Halfway. Halfway. I'm not saying. It's just, okay. So you feel you're from the school of exit only. I, I personally, I just don't like things no, in the ass. No, in through the, in through the outdoor. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the question is, uh, is she gay for licking another girl's fanny? No, not at all. Not no, even remotely. Women, women can never be. Here. Women, you should just continue <laughs> doing that all the time in front That's of men. That's pretty much the rule. <laughs> yeah, just, just continue. That's not gay at all. Uh, what about the uh, second question we have here? Hey, Dean and Lance. This is Dizzer from the forums. Pretty much a lurker. But I've got a question for my two cents. Is it gay, a hypothetical question by the way, is it gay to watch a porno film of your friend that's a guy? Or like a video of him having sex with his girlfriend, you know, like to see how good she is in bed? Well, who's to say you're not watching to see how good he is in bed? Yeah, but wait, 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 wait a minute. 
you were talking about like the name of the segment. He just said, uh, I've got a question for two cents. Is it gay if I... There's two different... Now, once again, another person is yeah. confusing yeah. the two distinct segments. <laughs> my two cents, my two cents is for advice. Right. Is that gay is an is that gay question? Is exactly. something like you're doing a homosexual activity? Did I commit a faux pas? By what? I don't know, by answering that question. Well, not yet. Do, do we even hear the whole thing yet? No. All right, well, let's play it out. All right. And if it's not gay to do that, is it gay to jerk off to it? <laughs> this is purely hypothetical, by the way. Okay, is that Mike? That was Michael Jackson, wasn't? It? I thought he was dead. Okay, it did so, sound kind of Jackson-esque. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it was one, if it was like Tito or Freddie. We could probably sell that recording I'm if it's it really Michael Jackson. Tito. We could sell that recording. Do you think probably. Michael Jackson ever jerked off to Tito, like in the shower? Yes. What was his monkey called? Jermaine, give me a tissue. <laughs> <laughs> Tito's in the shower. Y'all in- ignorant. ignorant. <laughs> so he's asking, is that gay to uh, watch and then eventually uh, jerk off to a video of your friend having sex with your girlfriend? You know what? I think it's kind of gay. I think that's gay. Even if it's not gay, if it's gay or not gay, it's creepy. Yeah. It's definitely creepy. Stop I mean, being a creepy, creepy scale, it's off the charts. Nobody cares if you're gay or straight, but everybody does care that you're a creepy shithead. Okay, well, I guess the question is, where was your attention focused? Like, yeah. for the underneath yeah. the ball shots, was it on the balls? Or was it on the, vag- the vaginal opening? The vaginal crevasse. Sometimes the balls are in the vaginal opening. And then, and then what do you say? The wizard sleeve. Yeah, but do you think he's staring <laughs> intently at the balls, just rhythmically, you know, flinging back and forth? I couldn't say what he's, what he's uh, focused on. I just think the fact that he knows this person... In the video that he's watching with his dick in his hand, and he's hoping that the, he gets some of the uh, the uh, the girl action. That's I think kinda, it's kind of gay. Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of gay it's to gay. jerk off to it. I think it's very creepy and gay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, would both. it be different? Do would it be worse if it, the person in the video is your dad? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or your yes. grandfather? Yes. Yes. yes doubly so. <laughs> Great grandfather, even worse. <laughs> Three times. So there yeah, you go, cubed. buddy. Cubed. Quit stealing your buddy's sex tapes. Yeah. You yeah. just shouldn't be watching. It's kind of right. gay to do that. I agree. You know, I think it's gayer than anal beads. No, no. Might just be me. People, if you have a question for Is That Gay or My Two Cents, or just a question in general for uh, Lance and I, give us a call. 206-666-3846. We have time for one email. It's an email I've been holding on to, but I've been meaning to do for quite some time. Uh, this guy wrote into us, uh, English guy actually. He said, "Chaps." Uh, speaking of chaps, actually, that's what I'm going to wear this weekend. Well, funny story at work. Uh, they call Sleazy E Chappy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of funny. Chaptastic. Why? Yeah. I don't know, English. Chappy, I think it's an English chappy. thing. Chappy. I prefer geezer, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah. what, is, what is chappy about English? I, I know, they always say chaps. So yeah. They say chappy. You know? yeah. At work, uh, he's known around the office as Chappy. So um, this guy wrote in, writes in Chaps. In the late 90s, there's a TV show called Bonsai. I'm sure you are aware of it. It set up all kinds of inappropriate races, duels, and contests, and invited the viewing audience to bet on who would win. It was like a Japanese-style TV silliness in the UK. For instance, four fat blokes were told to hang off a goalpost, and you'd have to bet on which one could stay on the longest. Or two old grannies rode mobility scooters playing chicken. 
and so on. It sounds like a show I'd enjoy. Do you, do you, do you know the show? I don't remember. No, no, it must have been on the other network. He says, for season two, the stakes were raised somewhat. And uh, to cut a long story short, I competed in and won a speed wanking race. Wow. Wow. What? Speed wanking. This is, is it, our listening it, audience right here. Was it here. a soggy biscuit race or what? Sort of, but they're behind screens. Not exactly a then, <laughs> Not a cookie cookie, per se. <laughs> uh, three guys line up, grab a jizz mag, and then run behind surgical screens to crack one off. First to deposit the gift of life into a specimen cup and show it to the rolling camera wins. Mm. Would they ever have a game show of this variety in the U.S.? In the future. The glorious future. Not now, but maybe give it five years. I'm surprised because we're a nation of wankers, but I just I think we're oh, closet I wankers. I would say more tossing. Beating off is the best. <laughs> <laughs> is there a difference? <laughs> yeah. we're, we're definitely a nation of tossers. <laughs> this is how sure. backward we are. I don't even understand the difference between a wanker and a tosser. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? At? Oh, I He says, that was me in one minute and 20 seconds. And which, he's a wanker, right? He goes, yeah, one minute speed and 20 seconds. He's a, he, he's wanker, a speed right? wanker. He goes, yeah. which may not seem that fast, but taking into account I was under live How TV many? studio How conditions. Many? A minute and 20 seconds. Uh. <laughs> from, like, from, from wet noodle to full. Yep. Wow, that's He was given a porn mag. Wow. To full sexy and time one explosion. And 30 seconds, he had, but I, I he mean, had it, sputum, is, spe- semen. Is that something to be proud of, really? <laughs> I mean. He was on TV. I know, he was on TV. <laughs> I'd be proud. You know? I was wearing makeup, which made me feel a bit camp, not to mention the fact that's, that there's two other blokes going at it only a couple feet it away. So These are all the reasons why he was totally <laughs> going on. This should be in the gay, not gay question, right? He says, in preparation here, I abstained from sex for a week, and on the eve, or tugging for a week, and on the eve of the battle, I stayed up most of the night watching porn with a hooker who was under strict instructions to not let me come. God, this wow. guy is serious, really, dude. He prepared. He's serious. I wonder what he won. That's what I'm wondering. None. I don't know. I mean, uh, the Minuteman Award. It's just like you'll never get laid by any girl who saw this show. <laughs> uh, on the day, I went out, my, out of my way to menace, harass, and psych out my competitors. Fucking pussies. Consider it one of the best bonsai capers. Speed waking was aired on the Christmas special. After the show went out, I enjoyed reasonable notoriety. My picture is in FHM. A half-page spread in the Sunday Sport Britain's Fastest Tosser. <laughs> Much banter at parties and an unbeatable opener with the ladies. Speed wanking has been good to me. How would a lady be impressed by this? By this yeah, feat? she's just like, take me home uh, and come before you put it in. You know. Right. So. Well, you're on TV, aren't you? <laughs> I, I guess. Is that I your mean, Northern Bird impression? I think so. <laughs> my best, my best effort. He goes, "Here's the thing. I've researched Doesn't this." Doesn't it work? Do you think? Yeah, Northern Bird. She's good. like, wouldn't a Northern Bird like a guy who won the speed wanging competition and was on the? Telly? If you, it, no matter what happened, if he was on TV, if he was on the <laughs> telly, yeah. I don't know. Simon Cowell looks like he probably won it at one point. I've researched this as a sporting event and could not find any record of a similar contest, so naturally I declare myself the world speed wanking champion. Wow. And our most famous fan. Self-proclaimed. Yep. But until somebody can show me evidence of a better time in an organized contest, then I am the man. And I've always been prepared to defend my title. Are you guys, or the sick and wrong listeners, aware of any such contest? No. I no, can honestly no, say I've never no. heard of this. No, I wasn't aware of this particular contest. So, he goes, yeah. am I still rightfully to be called champ wherever I go? General adulation for your work, Joe. 
General adulation for your work, Joe. <laughs> Joe, actually, I am quite <laughs> impressed Joe. by your mastery of the speed what am I wank. Say about that? You can be the uh, official sick and wrong working man's masturbating professional. I think he's the official sick and wrong speed wanker. <laughs> <laughs> A minute and 20 seconds. It's impressive. If I need semen on the go in an instant, I'm going to this guy. Yeah. Well, you need, or if you run out of head. Well, I'm wondering you know, where right, would right. that skill come in handy? Definitely not with pleasing a woman. Come in handy. Get it. Come in handy. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you're maybe, <laughs> if you want to save your pennies at the, uh, the, you know, the peep show booth. Right. You could whack one off in a minute and 20 you, seconds. You and a bunch of your mates, you can, your other speed wanking mates can be like, yeah, let's give us a quarter. We're going to use the booth for five minutes. And like 20 or 30 of you come in and go out, you know, in that five minutes. I imagine if you're a janitor sense, right? and at the gallons. elementary school. You slip and slide. You surf out on the semen wave. <laughs> yeah. I'm just right? saying. If you're a janitor at the elementary school, it might come in handy to be a speed wanker. Like the Scottish guy from The Simpsons? Yeah. Right. I bet she's a speed wanker. <laughs> oh. I'm a oh, speed wanker. <laughs> So uh, thank you, Joe, for writing that in. And uh, yeah, um, you know what? I say we We uh, tip our glasses. Yeah, let's raise our cups to this guy here. Everybody drank theirs but you. Sorry. (laughs) Also, thanks to everybody for subscribing to the show via iTunes, giving us the five-star ratings. We're right at like we're right on the cusp of having 800 people. Put us over the edge. We want over 800 ratings. A thousand. I don't know if you noticed. Aim high. I would love a thousand. Yeah, mm. maybe maybe a thousand. But I don't know if you noticed, Wackily. We're in the what's hot category. Mm. No, right? I, I didn't notice. Yeah, we're in the what's hot category on iTunes. We finally become for the hot? past like two weeks. We've become hot. We we are now hot. No. <laughs> I'm so proud. We are not cold. We're hot. It just took us 250 episodes, but we're hot now. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. People, friction. Um, I, I I credit friction. I think it's friction. Mm. It's, you know, it rubbing is. things against each other. We talk about hot. speed wanking. It's hot. Uh, people, um, you know, we have the brand new Halloween sick and wrong teas available at the sick and wrong store. <laughs> really? I'm lying. They're the same Halloween teas, but you could wear the same teas we've always had, but you could wear them on Halloween. Right. And then they'd be a Halloween Is tea. A costume. Yeah, just put one on, and uh, you can look like a Sick and Wrong Swarm member for Halloween. I think it's a good costume. Number one Sick and Wrong fan. Yeah. I think if you're going to wear the Sick and Wrong t-shirt for your Halloween costume, don't wear anything underneath. If you're like, like no me, pants, if you're like no me, bottoms. If you're like me, I have like a mask, but I don't have anything to cover like my torso, then you need something novel to cover your torso, and a Sick and Wrong t-shirt would be a great compliment to any... Type of head garb. But I'm saying let your cock and balls hang free. So wear the shirt. Well, the bottom garb, yeah. Yeah, yeah no so bottom let, garb. Let, you know, let, and just you socks. Know, well, lessen the effect, the, the shock of it all. <laughs> yeah. you know, so. Sure. so go to the Sick and Wrong store, sickandwrongpodcast.com, click on store, and get your Halloween Sick and Wrong t-shirt. Halloween. Halloween. Uh, finally here, Sick and Wrong song of the week was sent in uh, from Dave from Drugachusetts. He writes, massive two tits. And drug Massachusetts. I've been there a couple of times. Hey, Dan Lance. Recently, my girlfriend switched birth control, so now she only has her period five months a year, which is a relief to me mm. because she always made me fuck her on the rag. Mm. She usually teases me till I'm hard, and then when I can't stand it anymore, she'll say, oh, by the way, I have my period. Let me <laughs> take my tampon out. What a cunt. And then she runs off the bathroom. What are your feelings on blood banging? What a bloody cunt. I'll do it, but that teasing is lame. 
Yeah, I think it's pretty lame, too. I don't care, dude. But you know what? I, it, it's funny, too, like the way some guys are just like, oh, really? You're on your period? So you're not always acting like a cunt? <laughs> you know I, mean? I mean, it's like, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, I'm just kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah I kind of thought you are on your period. You're screaming at me all day for playing video games. But you know what? I, uh, you know, I've, I've never been afraid of having sex on the rag. Yeah, but going downstairs or what? I don't earn my red wings voluntarily. <laughs> Only when I'm really, really drunk. <laughs> and I forget that she's on her period. But yeah, no, I don't I don't think it's that. It, I don't, it doesn't, it's like more lube. Yeah. It's not really like lube. It no. can be luby. Mm. It can be a little luby. It can be. And chunky. But the personality is bitchy, though. I guess. It's it's about as luby as like manwich sauce or, or uh Campbell's tomato soup. Sloppy Joe, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, have you ever had the sloppy Joe sauce? I think this show's probably over. <laughs> <laughs> Can't talk about this anymore. So in reality, in relation to that, here's my song of the week submission. Tampon Lollipops by Skinless. <laughs> Well, the intro alone is priceless, the lyrics are about a high school janitor that eats used tampons out of the trash in the girls' locker room. Well. It's some serious grind, so maybe you pussies will regain some of your metalhead credibility if you play it. <laughs> Stay fucking sick and wrong, you assholes, well, it's Dave. No, it's no young MCs or kid and play. Yeah. Mm. But, no. But, but the it sounds satanic. The demons can the definitely demons come, might in. come in. When you're munching tampons out of the trash, I think that's a portal for demons. I don't <laughs> it's know. It might just me. I don't know. So we're going to end the show here with uh, Tampon Lollipops by Skinless. Thank you, Dave, for saying that in. Uh, people, this has been episode 250 of uh, Sick and Wrong, the great Halloween show. I've been looking forward to it. Yes. I wish everybody out there a happy and safe happy Halloween. Halloween-y. And, uh, yeah, if somebody, you know... <laughs> Gives you shitty candy. If you get apples or toothbrushes from somebody... Egg that shit. Yeah, egg that shit. Egg the fuck out of their car. Take a shit on their porch. Just do something. Do something awful. Put a firecracker with shit through their letterbox. Whatever you want to do. They deserve it. They really do. We'll be back next week with episode 251. Till then, take it sleazy.
I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain.